The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The New Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever the fuck you decide to listen to this thing, Billy DeVore, and sitting across from me, as always, is... You! You! (laughs) 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 (laughs)
that's nice. It is. It's a nice. It is. It is nice. You're right. Yeah. But then we we're bases loaded, no outs. And then you find your T- way. T. Steve, uh, strike out. Yep. Tucky, struck out. Or no, he flew out. He flew out. He brought, brought in a run. Yeah. Uh, no, Farmer got the. Farm, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. And it was, uh, that was Castellanos. Coming from third with not elite speed. No. Soto, Hose City-ish, are getting there. Freak, boy, freak nature. The freakman. Freak of nature. Yeah. You just assume his arm's good. Right. I don't need to see the sabermetrics on it. The guy can probably throw 150 miles now. No, I see his chin. It's strong and so is his arm. Dude, that guy is such a freak of nature. The fact that he really hasn't punished us much this series is exciting, honestly. Shocking. Yes, it's really shocking. Yes. Yeah, there, but... um, but it was nice. It, it to, was nice to see Castellanos do that. Yes, and it was also nice to beat future red Max Scherzer. Yes, at future red. That's all <laughs> I was thinking watching that man. And Farmer got one off on him, and then Gino got, got one, one off, off on him. him. Oh, that was so nice. Is it too early, or can I just pose the question? How? What is your initial reaction when I say Gino Suarez leadoff batter? David Bell's trying to get fired. Right. <laughs> It is. Yeah. Real. I mean, okay. If the rationale is to put Winker and Casty right behind him so that he can see some fastballs or whatever, mm-hmm. sure. But my God, dude, you put a guy batting one forty-five with an on-base percentage of twenty-one percent, sure, in your leadoff spot. Yeah, while you have Shogo Akiyama on your bench with Nick Senzel hurt, just someone who needs to figure it out. Someone Absolutely. who needs the ABs to figure it out and someone who has the speed and can lead off. That that's what you need. And the pedigree to show that his on base percentage is filth. Correct. It's good. But here's the other thing I could see with the construction of that is if you go Shogo, Winker. No, that doesn't even make sense. That's perfect. Shogo and Winker two lefties, and you put in Nick, who's a righty. I'm fine with that. That is wonderful. Cool. God damn it. I mean, the, I, I know it is. And then you look at it today in the second lineup that just got rolled out. Nicholas Castiano, the number one hitting fucking for average and slugging in all of Major League Baseball. He gets a rest day in the middle no. of an atrocious slide. Following the Nationals rolling out the exact same lineup. And you have Tyler Naquin and right. You got Tyler Naquin and right. Okay. I am all for Shogo getting as many reps as he possibly can. Right. He replaces Naquin and not Castellanos. Correct. Every time. 100% correct. Every time. Every single time. We're traveling tomorrow. Yeah. And we're taking the stick out of Nick's hand. Yeah. You are flying out tomorrow morning or you're flying out tonight. The only thing that we have like fully going for us is Castellanos. And you're going to sit him. Take a nap. You know, you got to be ready for your flight, Teddy Bayo. It's crazy. It's absurd. It's absurd. And honestly, Tyler Naquin should be playing for the Mets. We missed the boat on that. That was bad. That was so bad. I cannot believe that. And that would have made more playing time for Shogo. Yeah. Or you flip Shogo. Fucking or, figure who, who it did, out. Who did the Brewers just pick up? Uh, Adamas? <laughs> Willie Adamas? Yeah. That's even more frustrating. God, like you have a uh, you know a short a viable shortstop that is clearly available this the er, this early this season, and you had another you had a stab at someone who could easily play the they position. They just threw him two fucking arms that were 
appealing to the Rays front office. Do you not think that we have arms that could be that for the Rays? 100%. All we have is a stable of dudes who throw heat, spin it fast, and snap it off. Yeah, and then... It's the Rays model. And then he goes to the fuck... Oh, my God. I know. In the division! I... What? He's a brewer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, no, that's... It's it's absurd. Yeah, that was painful to see come across the ticker. I was like, well, fuck. Are you fucking serious? Are yeah, you, man. Are you, fucking, are you fucking me right now? I know. And, I mean... And it's, it's not like we haven't worked with the Rays before. I know, a lot. Yeah. I was hyped on Adamus when it first came down the pipeline in February. Yeah. After we whiffed four for four, Yeah. and we started... Searching for silver linings, we were like, Willie Adamas has a lot of upside. Mm-hmm. And he does. Yes, he does. And it, you know who else is coming back? I think next week, uh, Roberto Mondesi. Yes, he is. So there's another roadblock. And if, if the Royals are hovering around 500, do I think that they go for it? No. Absolutely not. So I think that you could move him. And that's someone that we also need to be calling. Because c- clearly, Farmer at shortstop isn't going to keep cutting it. Yeah. I, I, I will. Uh, it's fun to cheer for the O's. Mancini, a year off of full-blown colon cancer, leading the league in ribs. Oh, yeah. That's so cool. He, I love that. I do, too. I love that. Yeah. And then Cedric Mullins is having himself a year, too. It's really something to see the absolute egg that Lindor is laying, isn't it? Hilarious. I mean, he's still Francisco Lindor, and he will. It's he's not going to like fall off the face of the planet. But right now, he's under the Mendoza line, forty-five games into the season, and he has ten more years left there. A decade uh, with three hundred fourteen million dollars. You need to figure New York out quick. That's bud. a serious microscope to be under. Yeah, you go from Cleveland to New York City. Yeah, and you're underperforming while making more money than everyone in every borough. That you will ever run into. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's no crazy. fucking shit. I, I don't know. But I, the fact that today that we have Max Schrock at second base for the second game and Farmer at short shows you the inept... The, the, I mean, that's up the middle in a Major League Baseball game. Yeah, with Blandino at first. I get injuries, but the fact that that gaping hole at short is it, it is still just glaringly obvious when you haven't filled in the other spots. You just haven't. Right. And there were glimpses throughout this season where we've been able to be like, well, we can live with a shortstop on platoon if this, that, and the other are working. Yeah. But then when the getting gets hard, i.e. Moose gone, Sinzel gone, Vado gone, Miley gone, everyone's fucking gone. Right. Zoinks. <laughs> you don't have a shortstop. Yeah. You are screwed. Yeah, man. You really are screwed. I mean, you're platooning every every single infield position. Yeah. It, you, have, you, you are a utility infield. A fully utility infield and fucking outfield. God, you have six six outfielders on yeah. our bench. Yeah, where does Peyton fall into that? I mean, Mark Peyton he, he came in today, struck out with the bases loaded. Yeah, I, he fits in as uh, just an extra body at this point. But he's like that full utility. Could you put him at second? Mm-mm, I mean, mm-mm. no, he's mm-mm. outfield only. Yeah, he was a rule five pickup. Okay. I mean, yeah, dude. You got John Shrek playing second base. It's like, what are the fuck are we doing, man? What the fuck are we doing? We got a lot of baseball to talk about, but sometimes you guys out there and you like listening to other sports, you know? Uh, basketball happens to be another sport. Uh, sports culture takes! 
TakeLine has it all. TakeLine is a weekly podcast hosted by Emmy winner Jason Concepcion, no relation, and former WNBA champ Renee Montgomery. That's a fast-paced exploration of the NBA and world of sports and culture. Each week, Jason and Renee talk about the games, players, controversies, and issues that run both on and off the court. Follow now to hear TakeLine every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. TakeLine, one word, you know how to spell them. They're talking about shit over on Take Line, and they're talking about shit over there on Locker Room. Locker Room! The internet is taking over, you non-robot peasant! <laughs> Get on Locker Room. It's a cool thing. It's audio only. It's uh, it's like kind of like live podcasting, where you can mm-hmm. also chime in, have a conversation. And it's all things sports, right? It's uh, free to download and to use it. You can talk to us. You can talk to other fans. You can talk to athletes and insiders and uh, your buddies, whatever. If a game comes on, you guys can watch it together if you are uh you know live far away from each other or still are scared of covid for some reason uh <laughs> and it's a fun thing uh we we're gonna start hosting some shows there i know a lot of other people that are hopping on locker room it's a cool thing uh like i said it's free to download and use on the ios app store you make a profile you link that tweet tweet and then you join that fucking group baby you can follow us at the new nasty boys and be notified when our room goes live and a stay tuned stay tuned stay tuned like you're in space jam 2 hey come on bitch. that was great hell yeah first lady what'd you think about that rhyme Pretty solid read. Yeah, that was a great read. She's sitting at the kitchen table. She's doing homework. And then uh, we're, we're doing this. And then the boys are over here potting it up, man. That's making it happen. You know, they got a little cleaning in. Yeah, the place looks great. I, I, yeah. I, I, I think we're expecting some guests yeah, we this got, weekend. We got the girls coming into town. Hell Very yeah. exciting. We had Jake in town last weekend. How was that? I'm alive. <laughs> yeah. How was that? It was. I'm alive. We're both alive. We shared. We shared uh, several cocktails with each other throughout this weekend. We did. And I just kind of like blipped in into your all's world. It was fun. You know, it was fun. I'd just show up. Hop on the train. Yeah, it was a really good time. Shout out, Jakey. What a delight. What a well, One of my favorite humans ever. Yeah, yeah. Real good dude. He's the best, and I wish that he lived here, but that's never going to happen, and I do not blame him. Probably not. Don't blame him one bit. You know who I do blame? Who? Whoever uh, hit my window of my car last night with a hammer. Yeah, can you? I don't know who it was. Yeah, uh, of course just you a, don't. A mystery man of the night, fully assumed man. That is not a. That is not a woman no. crime. No, no. Now, so where were you parked? I was over there on East Walnut Hills. Whereabouts? You know, uh, wherever twenties or is Myrtles, it that side street? It's like the side street. If Myrtles is right here, it's yeah. down that street. It's not the greatest street. No, well, urban sites. Urban sites hasn't gotten to it yet. No, it, <laughs> you know, no, they hadn't, man. No. But I, I, my dumbass, got in my car after the show, chilling. Everything's yep. fine. Get in my car. I'm like, sounds weird. Yeah. And then I'm driving a little bit more, and I'm like, it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just turn around and look at my back seat, and there's just glass everywhere. <sighs> There was glass in the driver's seat, and my dumbass just sat down and didn't notice. Just no clue. Yeah. It's so wild what they do with glass these days. <laughs> yeah, they break it. No, but I'm talking about like how it's broken. You break a fucking windshield or something, it's just like a tiny million little cubes. Yeah. No, that's so wild. Before they did that, there were people getting into fender benders and like 
getting their head chopped off. Oh, yeah. Like real glass, like window pane glass just turning into a giant fucking knife. Dude, you know, like those, uh, what are they called? Like the safe pints at bars? Yeah. Like when you drop one, it shatters into a million pieces. So it's not like, you know, used as a weapon. Yeah, for sure. That's the move, man. Turn all glass into that. We could just eliminate cuts. Oh, what if we could just eliminate glass? That would be great. It'd be great. They try with Plexi. But e- everyone drives a Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> every every American gets a Jeep Wrangler. Every window is now just Saran wrap. Yeah, man, it sucks. I've got a I've got a trash bag slash blanket window right now. Been there. But Safe Light Repair, Safe, Safe Light, Light Replace. Replace, new sponsor of the pod. They're giving us five thousand dollars every time we say it. Hey, Safe Light Repair, Safe, Safe Light, Light Replace. Replace. Ten G's in the bank. Wow. Thank you, Safe Light. And we were already rich from our other sponsors. Already, man. We've got a fucking stack of meat in this apartment <laughs> fucking higher than the ceiling. Dude, stack of meats. We got stacks of cold cash in the cold freezer. Cold hard cash. So cold you store your meat in there. <laughs> but yeah, it sucked. I, I just, I, like my car was very clean, um, as you do as well. I travel so much and just like live out of my car in a lot of ways yeah so i had a laundry basket in there that was just filled with a litany of clothes towels pillows real nonsense bathroom amenities yes exactly um and i don't know i guess they thought that looks like a place where he would store all of his golden doubloons (laughs) So they just, I mean, for, it appears that they hit it with a sledgehammer and because you can like kind of punch a hole in a window like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, this shit exploded God. like, like glass up in my windshield. Ah, uh, and did, so did they just go through the basket and then it said, fuck it? They, it appears that they just flipped the top towel off of the basket, cascading tiny chips of glass over the rest of the car. And uh, I, I wish that I had it on camera because I have like a 75-year-old uh, taxidermy sea turtle in the back seat. <laughs> it's beautiful. That's Uncle Phil, my road partner. Yes. And uh, I think, I would like to think that he scared him away. It sounds like it. Yeah, because I keep him hidden. Mm-hmm. But then the towel that he ripped up revealed the turtle. So I just would love <laughs> to run the tape back on that and see that man just be like, this dude has a guard turtle. <laughs> He's got a fucking security sea turtle. That's why he scrammed it didn't take anything else. Uncle Phil, man, he got yeah. me right. He got you real good. Yeah, it, it, it's whatever. Honestly, it's just one of those things. It's such a perspective check. It's... Such it's super inconvenient. It sucks a sure. tiny amount of money out of my pocket. Sure, but I mean, honestly, what the fuck ever. Yeah, but it's just the chore of it. It's an it, inconvenience. It, yeah, exactly. It's a it's a chore. I, you know, my <laughs> least favorite thing in the world is calling an eight hundred number. Oh, and then having to connect to another person, then to another person, and then you've already wasted forty five minutes. Dude, I love talking to that eight hundred number person though, and just mm-hmm. trying to kill. Just yeah. trying to make them like you. Because, you know, it's not like they love their job, unless they have yeah. a, a, an irregular sunny disposition, oh, which sure. most people don't. But I'll get on there and just, like, you know, feel it out a little bit. Yeah. If I get that one laugh, then I'm dropping the F-bomb. <laughs> you know? I am the exact same way. Isn't that fun, dude? It's like, the- just talk to the lady. If there's, like, 10, 15 seconds while she is looking up some data or something, just be like... You yeah. doing all right? You good? You, you Dude, know, it goes a long way. People, it blows their mind. 
longest I they was love it. They do. Longest I was ever on the phone with a customer service person was for uh, one of our shirt suppliers. Uh, their their offices are located in Washington. I was on the phone with this lady for forty five minutes. That's a long time. Just because che- you know, I have a cheery disposition whenever I'm on the phone and I'm talking to people in a professional manner. You manner. might as well. It's like they they, uh, they always start it's like, "Hello, this is Janine from Samar. How can I help you?" I'm like, "Hey, it's Billy DeVore from Cincinnati, Ohio, with Cincy Shirts. How are you?" And they go, "Oh, I'm okay. How are you?" Immediate change. Yeah. So then it just makes it so much better. Yeah, man. She uh, she goes. Uh, she's asking me all these litany of questions or whatever, and she goes, um, "Do you do you have any cause for this accident?" And I was just like, <laughs> "I was just like, yeah, I wa- I was walking into the bar and a guy looked at me wrong, <laughs> and I beat his ass, so it might have been him." <laughs> <laughs> Which is, you know, a lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, she laughed or whatever, and then you have to come back and assert. You're like, well, that is, no. No. no There's no, no, a no. random either child <laughs> yeah. or man on PCP who thought my car said some shit to him. Going child, because if it was PCP, he would have taken the turtle. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Right. That, he, yeah. He, I could sell this to get more PCP. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's also, it's just karma comes swiftly. Or actually, karma yeah. comes really long because it's like, I don't even know if I've paid my karmic toll for the amount of shit I destroyed as a child. I know that's coming down the line. Do you think that like it all adds up and then it accumulates to how long and painful your death is? May- think about that. That's a, that's, a, that's a pretty wild take on karma. But I mean, if, you're, if you subscribe to any of it, that makes as much sense as anything. Right. So if anyone who has like colon cancer and fights it for 10 years and just eventually dies from it complete asshole they didn't get their uh window smashed out i'll pay i'll take those tiny yeah. karmic payments just a little one you know it's like yeah. i walked up and saw that my car was destroyed and i was like well i guess this is probably like four mailbox bombs worth <laughs> of comeuppance yeah you know that's a good that's a good trade it's man it really is it's i'm just in a position where you know luckily unlike my body my car yeah. is insured Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Unlike my physical person. Yeah. Um, Just could be a lot worse. Also, I said that, that, you know, have colon cancer for 10 years and then you eventually die from it. You were probably an asshole. Pretty good joke. Oh, yeah. How did I miss that? How did you miss? That was so good. Sorry. Wow. You were probably a cancer-ridden asshole. For sure. Damn. God, that sorry was, I missed that. That was a good, good one. Well, thank you. Yeah, that was good. I'm came, sorry I missed it. It's okay. It came off the bottom. Hey, came right off the bottom. <laughs> Come on, there it is. Fine. That's I haven't hit that in a while. We've been we've been rim shotless for a couple weeks. It has been a while. And you know what? Just for old good times' sake. Hey, why not? <laughs> Just so you know that we still got it. We still have it. Uh, here's something that we have. The cicadas are out in full force. <laughs> Dude, have they started dive bombing your car yet? Oh yeah, they're like fucking kamikaze pilots. Aggressive. They're fucking yeah, they really are. They they were asleep for seventeen years, woke up, lived for five minutes, and the first thing I think is, I'm going to run into this Toyota Corolla windshield. Yeah, How, yeah. I mean, they had to be so confused. Seventeen years, and they come up right into the COVID world. Oh. They're like, God damn, we should have waited another seventeen years. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh God. Do you, do you think the, that the cicadas are going to get canceled for not wearing a mask? You got to figure. You got to think. Or I mean, 17 years ago, those guys have no idea who George Floyd is. <laughs> They're just well. They also don't know what a neck is. They literally buried their head in the ground. Yeah, <laughs> they buried their head yeah. and body in the sand, and they come, dude. We got to take these cicadas out. They are not woke. Yeah, that's that is so true. These we, cicadas are living in 03, dude. <laughs> it's fucked up. Yeah, they well they they do remember nine eleven. That is important. They do barely, right? Ba- barely. The last time they emerged was two thousand three. Yeah. yeah, but they don't know anything about HD HD TVs. No, they don't. That's insane. They have no idea who Elon Musk is. Nope. They don't know about anything. They don't know what Jeff Bezos is? Yeah, the last time, what, 03? Yeah, all they know, they came out They came out from 2003, and then they saw the Reds, and they were like, huh, not much has changed. <laughs> I'm going back. Cool. And then it's like, yeah, no, we went to the playoffs, and it wasn't good. They're like, oh, good thing I was asleep for it. Dude, that Dotson article that you just had me read. It's when you look at it like that, that in the last eight years, we've had one above 500 season and it was 31 and 29 last year. Yeah. That fucking sucks my balls. Yeah. That is such a bummer, man. That is. It's disappointing. That's hard to read. And it is because it doesn't feel like it. But it's not. It does. It, it be, well, there was hope. We've we are we are the two people who are hopeful. And Chad, who is not listening, who also has a Reds podcast, uh, ha, is not a hopeful human. No, with the Reds, he's covered the Reds for a minute. I mean, he he said that like in the article where he's just like, "Why do we keep doing this to ourselves?" Sure, but because there's no other option. There's no way. I mean, what are we gonna drive down to Louisville and root for the bats? No, no. I get it's the a, same thing. I get to go to a Tortugas game. That's cool as fuck. Ooh, I might do that while I'm down in Florida too. Yeah, it'd be fun. Cause what? I'm in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, dude, I saw that on your story. That's fucking sick. I had forgotten about that. Yeah, I mean, let's go. The road, road, road. Fort Lauderdale, Naples, and Miami. Damn, dude. I am so excited for Miami. That is fucking sick. I'm going to get so much good food. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. And you know what? I'll tell you this. I will have every fit, uh, just fish for every meal. Every fish. Yeah. Got that R- mahi. Yeah. Ricky was like, so how much are you looking to make off this trip? I'm like, make <laughs> seafood. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to come out not 500 in the red yeah well yeah that no i mean which you know after everything balances out i i won't until i go get seafood yeah exactly but also it'll be cheaper down there because you're closer to the water it's not like we're gonna go to some crazy club we're gonna go to like a dive that has oysters yeah they're like they're like they're free you get them when you walk (laughs) in yeah they're free they're free free oyster night oh it's by it's uh bring your own shucker night love that love that uh speaking of seafood and shrimp and how cicadas are supposed to taste like shrimp i will tell you they oh boy they don't oh boy speaking of the weekend billy just (laughs) i finally ate a well i ate a live cicada yeah it wasn't it it that's so (laughs) wild (laughs) it's not like a worm that you can just kind of like chew once and swallow you ate like a transformer i i did i i ate something that was asleep for 
almost two decades. Only to emerge from the earth to be eaten <laughs> by a human. <laughs> <laughs> to be eaten specifically by me, who... My defense for the whole thing is, you. it's not like you're going to be able to eat this ever, you know, unless I live another 17 years. Right. I'm never going to be able to do it again. <laughs> So uh, we were at, our, at Matt's house. He got a new house. It's beautiful. And he was picking up he, in their backyard. They got a ton of cicadas there in Norwood. So Alicia's like, oh, he's picked up. Like, look at this little guy. Look how cute he is. I went, oh, he is really cute. And she like put it on his, her face and like, get pictures. And then she took on and she's like, Jake, put it on your face and got pictures. And then she was like, Billy, you hold it. And she put it in my hand. And I just went, oh, and ate it. Oh, man. <laughs> and everyone Screamed. Screamed. screamed screamed and someone just what the fuck yeah dude that is a wild yeah. move here's the thing i went first crunch not bad and then i was like oh i have a bug in my mouth a big one a big bug a bug with guts lot that's the thing that got me it was, it was like waxy <laughs> and then i bit down again and i swallowed it i but the problem was uh, this is going to make you hurl. <laughs> this part's going to make you fucking chuck. They got, it was still kind of alive in my throat, and I felt the arms on my throat, and it made me throw up. God. I mean, truly just like making me gag on air. <laughs> like my eyes are so watery. Yeah, they dude. are. Your face is red as shit. Oh my god, but- dude! The idea of the cicada just not giving up. He's been bitten in half. He's down the throat, and he's like, "No, no. I've emerged once. I will emerge again." <laughs> he's like, "Oh, this reminds me of home." Oh my god! So you did eventually, Ralph. Uh, I no, it was I. But the thing is, is I I got it down. But then I what I puked up was just foam from the last beer I had. From, you know, so you're gonna pass a cicada like a goddamn. I already did. That's wild. I did that Saturday. It is Thursday. The cicada has passed. The cicada has gone down into the sewer system. It, yeah, it is. It is now placing eggs in the Cincinnati waterworks. Your body was even just like, hey man, Mm-mm. what the fuck? And Alicia will tell you that it was the 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 next day was gnarly, gnarly. I believe it. Like she she woke up or uh, she I came out of the bathroom and she was sitting out here with Jake, and they were like we can smell it. And I was like, well, it's probably from the bug I ate. Yeah. God, God damn. Yeah. So, man. but but the the move is still catch them, put them in a bag, put them in the fridge, cold smoke them, put them on a charcuterie board. That I, yeah, that's the play. And take the wings off. So then it's you know you mix it with like a little prosciutto and it's like shrimp. It's, it's just, just crunch. Like, it's crunch with like a shrimp flavor. Yeah. So yeah, I'm still going to eat more. There is zero doubt in my hey, mind. You got to have a little prep. You can't go full organic. No, I and I really fucked you up. You went farm to table, dude. Yeah, I went. I went whole to mouth. Yeah, you went whole to mouth. Man. But I had to. Like, I, it was mostly for the bit. Oh, it was, oh, I mean, it was it's a great only bit. for the bit. It's a great bit. It is. Uh, uh, we've talked about him a lot on the pod. Trevor Gott yeah. of the San Francisco Giants. His father, Vaughn, when we were growing up playing baseball, his go-to bit like was just to eat a bug. And it killed every time. <laughs> That's so funny. There's a picture in some photo album at my parents' house of Vaughn Gott, like full Jordan mouth, wide gape, tongue out with just like a fat cricket on his tongue. <laughs> yeah, it's a good bit, man. Like you said, if you can do something and everybody at the shindig screams, 
You're Nay, coming out ahead. I nailed it. Well, You're I came out, out ahead. I came out with a head in my mouth. Yeah, you came out with <laughs> a lot of shit in your mouth. Yeah, I did. But Von Gott, that sound just sounds like a like a fucking classically trained pianist. Yeah, well, uh, he's the opposite of that. <laughs> <laughs> he is not that at all. He eats bugs. That's Trevor's middle name. Bug? Vaughn. <laughs> Cicada. Cicada. Oh. Oh, Trevor Cricket Got. Trevor Vaughn Got, baby. Vaughn Got, dog. He got got, son. Sang. No, so, but it, I mean, it sounds like an excellent weekend all around. It was we, great. We got some drinks at the, at the Dora. Dora. Dora's great. Knockback Nats, hard to beat. The people, like, the thing is, is what's really nice about the Dora is normally, like, when you are forced to go into Holy Grail, it is, it is douche mountain. It's bleak. It's rough. But with the Dora, and you're out there, no one really fucks with you. And you're just at the and you're just at the banks enjoying yeah. it. You don't have to go in anywhere. You're having a great time. Yeah, the Dora rules. Uh, I'm gonna po- instead of doing the promo video, I'm gonna post the picture of three of us today from uh, from the weekend. Oh, excellent. It's such a good Love one. Love that. <gasps> the Dora should just be the city. Um they've tried it back here. Designated outdoor recreation area. Everywhere. Everywhere. Shut down. Just shut it down. Yeah. Fuck cars. Yeah, uh, right? Just. Everyone gets a bird scooter like government <laughs> mandate. And then you have to ride it down from the burbs. Think about it. Realistically, if we had the streetcar going to the outs- outskirts of the city, sh- shut it down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shut it down. Oh, it's the it's the the fantasy of all time is Cincinnati with actual public transit. Well, think about this, though. The Dora exists everywhere in the city if you have a brown paper bag fact i've been drink, i've been it, having outdoor recreational activity area that's my whole life oh that's what i did no, friday yeah you're right i mean i got a i got a tall t- truly from the h&a and i you know i did the move where you grab the brown bag threw it in and then just walked with it to the dora threw it away and then got a beer uh a miller a beer that Light. costs six times more yeah yeah, no, in a, it's in a it's smaller a cup. Big facts, man. It's you know, it definitely comes with privilege, I would imagine. And confidence. To call myself out, but dude, I've been I've just been drinking pretty much wherever <laughs> I want. Yeah. For a long time. Just go on a walk. Yeah. Go on a walk. Sorry I'm holding a Bud Light, man. Yeah. Do you remember when we had uh last last year at uh Ziegler Park when I oh, had brilliant. I you had, had GoPuff <laughs> yeah. deliver alcohol to the park. Yeah. And then COVID just blew the roof off of it. When yeah. the world was shut down last summer, I just was walking around just openly drinking. Yeah. It's they like, didn't care. Stop me. No, yeah. And I don't honestly I don't think that's gonna happen ever down here. No. Uh, just keep it together, but like helps to be white. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> it doesn't hurt at all. But just keep it together, and then be like, and then be like, oh, you're gonna stop me? Have you, officer, ever heard of heroin? It's everywhere. You should worry about that. Yeah, that person right there. Yeah, just smashed a guy's car window out. Did you know you actually get a permanent Dora pass for everywhere if you pay your taxes? That's huge. It's huge. Yeah, love that. That's something I made up that I believe in. Yeah. The outdoor recreational area, a.k.a. outside. <laughs> outside. Yeah. Yeah, it's just once you get to an area where it's like, oh, now I actually have to buy these drinks then, and that's, that. you know, then you got to do that. But yeah, all sorts of shit. It's a bummer. It is a bummer. But. A it, lot's a bummer. You know what's a huge bummer? N- what? Nixon's out. I know. 
Can I do something to cheer me up before we get into Nick's end cell? Absolutely, man. Okay, and I then we'll talk about the full-blown yeah. mismanagement of Nick's end cell. That sounds wonderful, because this is really going to cheer me up. Get you a cheer up, King. Here it is. You work hard and play hard, so treat yourself and stock up for <laughs> summer barbecues with Kansas City Steak Company. Visit KansasCitySteaks.com and get 10% off your order and free shipping with code SD at checkout. From classic cut steaks to USDA Prime to Kansas Jesus to American Style Kobe, hard to find specialty cuts, and more Kansas City Steaks has everything you need to fire up the grill. They make it so easy. Each order from Kansas City Steaks is flash frozen and delivered directly to your home. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Imagine relaxing in the backyard with family while enjoying steakhouse quality meals from Kansas City Steaks. Try their butter tender filet mignon, Kansas City strips, juicy steak burgers, all beef jumbo hot dogs, and even complete meal combos. Bring the steak to your house this summer with Kansas City Steaks. Go to KansasCitySteaks.com and get 10% off with your order of your order and free shipping with code SD at checkout. That's KansasCitySteaks.com, code SD, KansasCitySteaks.com, code SD, SD, superior to meats. I just had to videotape that just to truly capture the joy on your face when doing an ad read for a meat company. <laughs> I was so fucking thrilled. Yeah, I mean, just shit eating grin the whole time. <laughs> That's why I flubbed it a couple times. I was just so excited. Yeah, man. If you do what you love, you don't work a day in your life. Ain't William. that the truth? Well, if I could just live in front of my egg and fire it up every day. Ah, the dream. That's what I got to do. I just got a YouTube just like, well, make it steak again. Yeah. Who wants to watch? You got to like win a bunch of money or something. Yeah, well, I got my Vax card, so maybe that million bucks pays off next week. There you go. Uh, you know what? I got to win a bunch of money, and you're absolutely right, and I know a place to do it. Thanks for the lead in there, and I just punted on it. <laughs> <laughs> I just truly punted, and I was like, yeah, okay. Um, here, here's how you win a fucking ton of money. This week has a ton of sports action as the MLB, NBA, and NHL are in full swing. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sports news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Ah. Nailed it. Now let's get sad. Nick Senzel's out four to six weeks. Uh, I, and you know, we're we're just fans. We might be hardier than the average fan. Yeah. You could say we're fans with with a foreign substance. Yeah. Covering our takes. Yeah. Yeah. We. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. But. I don't know. Injuries are weird, and it's hard to predict what's going to happen to a body and this, that, and the other. But Sinzel, pretty much the whole season, anytime he is slid or dove, we're we're on the edge of our seat. Yep. And then he he'll limp around for an inning, and then he'll hit a double off the wall. Right. We send him to the ten day DIL. Yeah. And then three days later, he's out a month and a half. Yeah. With surgery. Uh huh. That just feels mismanaged. Weird. 
mismanaged. Mismanaged. Kind of like how Moose was retroactive only a day instead of three when going to the 10-day IL. Because of a one pinch hit at bat. Correct. I mean, that is just a franchise thing. I think it is more than just oversight from from David. And I th- oh, I'm talking about just like I'm, the whole core of it, all I'm, of it. everything. It goes, it goes all the way to the top. It's literally everything. There's no doubt in my mind. Of course, it reflects in this off season, and it reflects on what they did with with not signing a shortstop and then cutting bait with Rizel and and Archie Bradley. That is glaring. But then it comes down to Nick Crawl, the player on your team. Oh yeah, right, Kroll. coming in and just being like. Oh, and not checking in on his players and being like, no, I need to move them to the I.L. Yeah. I need to take this, take control of this. Is he just absent? Where is the where is the disconnect? Where is what is happening? That is that is beyond to me. That I, agreed. It's really bad. I don't I'm, I'm I'm honestly speechless for how poor this team is being ran when the year before we made two very good signings. Yeah. And Moose has just found a way to become not durable. I mean, what happened between nine, the end between December of nineteen and and to right now? A year and a half. May twenty seventh. I mean, just 2021. like his eleventh and twelfth years in the league. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like it'll just wear on you. Right. I mean, Moose is he has missed more games than he has played since he's been a Red, and one of yeah. those was a. 60 game season Jesus you know yeah I don't know I I don't have any good answers it just sucks and I I, I, you here's my question for you because I don't know how to answer it does this mean that Senzel is 100% a flop because we based so much around Senzel Oh, well, I mean, how many times it's uh, one of the phrases of the podcast, shit or get off the pot. Yeah. We said at the beginning of this season, this is that for him. Mm-hmm. This is like, this is a make or break year for him. Yeah. And he, he performed pretty well. When he can stay healthy. When he was on, a, when he was on the field, he performed pretty well. He's I agree. He's a fucking stud. Yeah. Absolute stud. Um, but... <laughs> yeah, but he simply can't be healthy. No, he can't. And I mean, and it's like, and it sucks so bad because it's not his fault. I mean, no, uh, it's it's not like he's eating McDonald's and drinking Coke during the off season and not stretching. I mean, he's a professional athlete. You sure, can see how he looks. It's like sometimes injury bugs are just injury bugs. My brother was one of the most talented wrestler fighters that you could find, and he had a bum labrum. That, oh. that snapped on him twice. And it's like, that's mm. just the shoulder he was born with. Yeah, nothing you can do about that. And Nixon Zell was born with absolute elite four zeros in front of the one, point one athleticism. Mm-hmm. And he's got glass bones. Yeah. And I j- it just breaks my heart for him. I'm not in the camp to be like, fuck you, Sinzel, but like, no. it is. It is what it is. Yeah, and it is, <clears throat> and it is on top of that. Oh, sorry, <clears throat> cicada in the throat. Um, <laughs> it is franchise. It is detrimental to the franchise that you know you have been banking on this number one overall pick to make it. 
You've you you swung and missed on Bob Steve. You swung and missed on Philip Bourbon. You've swung and missed. Uh, I, I I don't. You can't really all the way yet. I'll say seven sixty percent on Senzel. That I'm going to say like this is bad. Like it's going to be a flop. Yeah. After after this feels a little Kernsy. It it really does. Feels a little Kernsy in the sense where Senzel's ceiling was MVP division winners. Oh yeah. Guy hits 280 can get you in hit you two, 280 290 can get you 25 home runs hit in 110 ribs and play four positions. Right. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean that that's a guy that's a, his ceiling is all-star starter. Yes. And and that's really exciting and it's like it, it so much of your uh, take on things is skewed on the expectation. Sure. You know, so it's like Sinzel right now is he a flop on being our cornerstone number one guy drafted with us, came up with us, developed with us? Yes. Yes. It by those metrics, it's a flop. Right. He is not a flop of a Major League Baseball player. No. He is injury prone. But, no, I mean, as far as coming in and, you know, how we've just been waiting for our five-time All-Star, top three MVP guy, you know? It's like we had it in Joey. Right. And that's about it. I mean, that's – but those kind of players are so few and far between. And you know what really sucks about Senzel? Oh, cool, Google. Thanks for auto-correcting. Most players are Nick Senzel. Well. Good, a lot of upside, can't stay healthy, and because they can't be on the field, when they are on the field, it just never fully clicks. Sure. And what also really sucks is this is his age 26 season. He's not getting any younger. No. And you, you bank on him, and then what, he'll be... I think he'll be a free agent when he's like 30, Yeah, if, if I have that correct. No, Sincel is the kind of guy where, yeah, like I said, he is a flop in the sense that I don't think he's a superstar. But he is Austin Kearns in the sense that he will get that major league tenure and mm-hmm. will probably play ball in some capacity for the next six or seven seasons. Sure. Unless he turns it around and can stay healthy. Right. Which, but see, that's the thing. It's so rare. People can turn it around and their game can change. But it's it's like a lot of it is innate. A lot of it is is you can't turn around a body that you're not in control of. Correct. Think about his fucking body. Right. How tuned it is. He's a pro mm-hmm. athlete. Right. If it ain't there, it ain't there. Right. Hey, man, don't run into walls anymore. I How mean, about that? I mean, do you remember we were truly concerned that we were going to lose him to vertigo? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, one it's thing that after weird the other. give and take. God makes you six foot three with a four five forty who can drop bombs and throw the ball from the, the warning moon. track. And then he just makes you super injury prone. I mean, his ear canals are fucked up. <laughs> yeah. You know? It doesn't get his much His eardrums are messed up. Right. And now it's his knee. It was his hip, his shoulder. I mean... Truly every part of his body is put... He's had fingers. Yeah. Fing- fingers. Chin. Or ankle. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of the one bone he hasn't broke. He has not broken his... Collarbone? Maybe. But then it gets shoulder. Right. Here's some wild speculation for you. Just throwing it out there. Do you think from his years playing rugby, 
that his body is giving up on him because it's like, dude, you've put me through enough already. Dude, I... Do, is, that a, is that too wild of a guess? I don't think so. I mean, it, it would be interesting to see a chart of like... Because we're talking Major League Baseball players are the best athlete from their hometown pretty much going away. Exactly. A lot of these guys were also stud quarterbacks. Sure. You know? But rugby's just a whole different beast. If you already have a little bit of an aptitude to be injured, yeah. you imagine his body during rugby? Oh, my God. If, okay, how about this? If he didn't get injured every other game in rugby, if he was like a really durable rugby player during that part of his career, yeah. then 100% that is why He's hurt now. he is injured now. Right, because he's showing up to the ballpark with 300,000 miles on the body. Yeah, dude. Yes. Yeah, and you and you got to take it. You got to take it to the mechanic every other week. For sure, man. If he yeah. was it, like injury prone rugby player is a paradox. Yeah. Like every rugby player is chronically injured. Yeah. All the time. Sure. You, you know what I would compare Nick Senzel to? I would compare him to a 2002 Volvo. That's when Ford took over and they were just dog shit after that. But before, you're like, man, these are reliable cars. They have them. They have ver- versions of these cars that have been getting a mil. That ha- are part of the million mile club. That's wild. And you look at his pedigree, and you're like, holy shit! I didn't. You're, this is a night. This is a 1992 Volvo. Yeah. Now we got a 2002 Volvo. Yeah. It's nice. It's it's very nice. It's nice. You can put 250,000 miles on it when it works. Fuck, that's a bummer. But. The- yeah, that kills me. I was at the game in 2019 when he hit three dangers. Oh. And I remember thinking, having that thought, and texting to you and Webby and Dad. Yeah. And being like, is Sinzel going to be what we want him to be? Right. And there's so many flashes of pan- in the pan that happened with Nicky Sins. Mm-hmm. God love him, man. I I do not want this to sound like a Nick Sinzel shit talk session. No. But, but I mean, it, 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 the facts are right there. It is what it is he right now. He doesn't play. Right. He doesn't play. No. And when he does, I mean, truly, on five occasions that I can think of just on this season, incredible mm. play in center field. Opening day. It, dude, gets an opening day, bro. Yeah. Diving snag, incredible athleticism, not even an outfielder. Diving right. snag on a ball that's like spinning away from him. Yeah. Top notch shit. Yeah. He doesn't get up for 10 seconds. God. You know? <clears throat> this sucks. But then what is cool What is cool with one of our injured players, Joey Votto, showing Blandino and uh, Stevenson. Stevenson the ropes at Love first. That. Love Great. that. Great. I'm like, man, Joey should be a coach after he's done playing. Man, I'm, I'm at this point so frustrated with the level of talent that we have on our team and and it's on the IL. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously that. But just like, you know, if our team is healthy and you look at our lineup, it's a fucking problem. Right. 100%. It's a fucking problem for a lot of teams. Yeah. I'm so frustrated with the the disconnect between the talent we have and the win-loss column that and I know I railed on Bell a little bit last week. And yeah. I'm still on that camp just because I feel like this team needs a goddamn jolt of thunder yes of some sort yeah and i this is purely hypothetical but as a fan yeah 
and just uh, just throwing it out there because none of this is real. Um, Joey Bato, player manager. <laughs> dude, how tight would that be? That man? would be amazing. How fucking sick would that be? <coughs> that would be fucking awesome. All right. Oh, what happened? Eugenio Suarez in lead the leadoff spot. Solo dinger. <laughs> Solo dinger. Here at the new Nasty Boys, we are not afraid to eat crow. Because, like I've been saying this whole time, put Gino in the leadoff. <laughs> Throw him in the leadoff spot. He's got to see some fastballs. God damn, and he just took it yard. And, Love it. And then and now Strasburg has to face Winker. Dude. Imagine that, if he had to, got to face Casty after that. Well, imagine mm. coming out and playing three games against the Nationals and winning the games against Strasburg and Scherzer. Whew. That is something. And Gino only looked at, it looks like he only looked at one pitch. Let me look at this because I'm, oh, no, that's wrong. It he saw strike one and then it was three straight balls. So he he just dangered after a after off a three one count. Fifth pitch of the game. You love to see that right in his sweet spot. Man, that MLB tracker like the game day thing. I love that. Yeah, they've got every ball, every strike where it was. It's a fun way to take in a game. I know the guy who runs it. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I uh, well, I've been listening to Seven Hundred a ton lately. Yeah, and Thrall and Brantley, great, are combo. so good. Yes, and I'm starting to flip on Larkin. Why? I think he knows more about baseball than anyone you could put in the booth. Larkin? Yeah. I'll give you. It just not not on a sabermetrics label. There there no. are guys who graduated from Harvard who quote know more about baseball. But nobody knows more what it's like to be a red. Yeah, and all it, he's been doing is studying this team. Mm-hmm. That's all he does. I like a lot of his takes. Sometimes it's a little clunky, but I think that's more just kind of almost stage fright type shit. I don't know. I, I I've turned a corner on Larkin a little bit. I like listening to him. Didn't know what ghetto was. I'm never going to forget that. Yeah, that just, as I'm not a true Cincinnati native, it just doesn't, it's odd. Yeah. It's fully weird and proves that he's been living in a, in a strange little star athlete bubble for a very long time. But I will say the clunkiness and kind of, I don't know, I just like Welsh, listening to Welsh way more with Sadak. Yeah, it's a good combo. Yeah, it, it, but the chemistry is starting to build. But it is clunky, and it's just like I you, it, the voice in my head. Like when I listen to Larkin, it just still sounds like he enjoys listening to himself more than giving you straight facts from the game. Right. I, I, I'll, I'll, He's like a worse version of Joe Morgan. Yes. Joe Morgan was not good in the booth. You think he's worse than Joe Morgan? Yes. I like him more than Morgan. Oh. I'll, I'll say this about Thrall: Thrall versus Brenneman. It is night and day. Listen, I'm not here to say Marty Brenneman didn't know how to call a game. Of course he fucking did. I listened to him for hundreds of hours of my life. Sure. He was good. But as we've talked about on the pod a lot, there in the last five, six, seven years, when we have sucked. Sure. And he was an old man who was over it. It sucked listening to Marty. Yes. It was a bummer. Yeah. It was pessimistic. Very pessimistic. Thrall and Brantley 
are just crushing and having a good time. That's what they're crushing for each other. Yeah, they're big hearty laughs. And then uh, I noticed this today. Uh, it, it 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 didn't end up going this way, mm-hmm. but in the top of the ninth, we went. I think India, India Gino Winker Castianos okay. were the four do up. In the top of the ninth. Yeah. And they're talking about it, and Thrall's talking about it. And he goes, he's like, the Reds are in a good spot. Jonathan India is up right now. And then when he gets on, now you got to deal with Suarez and Winker. Yeah. And he just, just that little tweak. Yeah. It makes it more fun to listen to. Yep. This guy's rooting for the Reds. Yes. Of course. He's rooting for the Reds. Yeah, and that is and something And then when he, he gets on, you got to do with Gino and then Winker. We all know about Winker. <laughs> yeah. It's like, fuck yeah, pump him up. Do it. It's your job. Pump him up. Right. Make it fun for everybody. This should not be a bummer. Fuck, we need to win fucking eight games in a row. We need Jesus to. Do you want to see the dinger? Man. They've posted the dinger. Oh, let's Here see we go, because I, I have got the iPad up rolling, and it's thinking about it. It's thinking and, about and it. And it'll eventually happen. It'll but, pop off. But um, but here it is. Oh, God. Here we go. And that is... Oh! He's been going right center field a lot. Upper. He's taking that higher pitch, and he's pushing it. Crushed. Smoked. And Sadak is just fantastic. Yeah, Sadak rules. Wow. I Damn, mean, Gino's sitting out here batting 147 with 11 dingers. But that's what he's... Be- I mean, of course, the average has to be above 200, but I wouldn't be shocked if he d- he's still on pace to hit 50. I know! So he'll, he could hit, realistically, 160 and still hit f- 50 dingers. That is just so crazy that you can be in the lineup enough to get 50 home runs while you are batting 150. Yeah. Well, think about this. When he hit all those dingers in... Uh, in 19, when he hit 49, yeah. he also led the league in strikeouts. Yeah. That's just who he is. He K's a lot. The boy swings hard. Swings hard. Tyler Stevenson strikes out. But, um, but no, I'm. that's just who he is. And, and if he, if he it, honestly, if he can hit 250 this year, if he could get, uh, get to that and hit 50, I'm thrilled. That is 100 batting average points. Yeah. I mean, at this point... That's easy to do Gino with this many needs, games left. I want Gino, and I'm not even like being sarcastic or smarmy. I want Gino to finish the season with a batting average above 205. Yeah. I mean, yeah, 250 is great, but my man is batting 147. Yeah, he is batting well under his weight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. 205, 50 dingers is good. 50 right. dingers with a 189 average, I mean, clearly good. <laughs> But, yikes. Yeah. That's just the game, man. Yeah, it is the game now. But, Jesus, that is is just a small percentage point to have in your lineup, you know? Yeah. But that means specifically dingers. Maybe a single once every two weeks. So then he is 100% not a leadoff hitter. No. You put him in the fucking six hole. No, put him in the five. Five, six, seven, any of those. Especially with the lineup we have going right now. Yeah, man. And it's like protection with Casty and, and, and Winky behind him. But No. 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 He's just he's not No. Don't lead him off. No. 
but I guess it's worked. I, I, I suppose it works. I guess. See, that's the fucking fickle thing about baseball. Is mm-hmm. It's like you can just point at that and be like, ah, nah, it was the right move. Yeah. It wasn't. Mm-mm. It wasn't. It wasn't that day. Was this day? Wasn't that day? No, man. But, Uh, but but there is good news. Yeah, I was about to bring that up too. Gutierrez is on his way up. Go, Vladdy boy. Even better news: Jeff Hoffman's on the IL. (laughs) Hoffman really gave it his all, huh? Sure did. Sure knew how to work, how to pitch to make every every how to make a full count happen. Make everything very difficult for himself. Correct. As bad as he looked, he came out of this little stretch where he had to be a starter for a while, and he went three and three with a four and a half ERA. Yeah, it's it it. I would have guessed way worse than four sure. and a half, considering that we were watching him going and with everyone else pitching very well except for Castillo. Yeah, which that uh, his last start was better, so. I mean, was that the 11K day, or was that last week? Was that The 11K day was Tuesday of last week. Okay, so we got there. So then what was his last start? That's going to bother me. Let me find it. His last start, um... Was that... Oh, God. I feel bad not knowing it off the top of my head. Because I normally do... Hoffman won that one. I mean, okay, look at, look at Hoffman's last line. Uh, which was the wink winker night of hitting three dingers, yeah. just owning it. Um, five innings pitched, two hits, one earned run, four walks, seven Ks. Maybe his best outing of the year. It is that is that is his best That's outing his best of the year. Out, I mean, five innings pitched, he went deep into the game for him. I yeah, know what I'm saying. I'm being facetious. Yeah, but like five innings pitched. Yeah. Uh. Tyler finally was due. I mean, he got lit the fuck up Thursday, but we don't need to talk about it. Two innings pitch, seven earned runs, seven hits, two Ks. Love that. Uh, That was a debacle. Yeah, that was a terrible game. Luis on Sunday. I forgot about that. It was five innings pitched, five hits, five earned runs, four walks, five Ks, and a dinger. Fully smacked around. Completely. Again. And it was, again, in, like, the f- fucking first inning. The three of those runs came in the first inning. In no scenario is your number of innings pitched and your runs being the same number, is that good? No. Not. not In zero scenario. None whatsoever. Zero. Zilch. I mean, none. if you go one inning, one run. Failure. <laughs> two yeah. innings, two runs. Failure. Failure. If that's yeah. your old start. If yeah. you exit the game in the sixth inning and you've given up six runs. That's bad. You failed. <laughs> you failed bad. Fuck. And, and the fact that we we need him. We, we There's no way around it that no one would ever think if you told me in January of this year. Luis Castillo is going to be the biggest problem in the rotation. I'll be like, are you are you high? And you know what's crazy? I mean, it's like obviously minus Hoffman now, and when he comes back, he'll be in the pen. Castillo, but there are Castillo, and it goes back to what we were talking about, Senzel. It it all starts with the expectation. Yeah. So we had Luis as we should have as a legitimate Cy Young contending number one. 
He was a odds favorite. He was like top three odds favorite for NL Cy Young. I know. And uh, yeah, I mean, that that's really hurting us. Yes. Where you're, I mean, quite literally, your best arm is now your worst arm. He, it is time. He needs an opener. I know. It is, it is, and it sucks to say that your ace needs an opener. And I don't know if that's going to fuck his brain up more, but he needs an opener. Yeah. He, he's just coming out flat. And if you, it, 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 I don't have any other, I have no other idea why, why this is continuing to happen aside from he's scared of the first inning. Now, for some reason, it, it it for me it is one hundred percent all mental, and I don't know how you fix that. No, I don't know what Tucker does. I don't know what DJ does. I have no i. I this, uh, this is the first time where I, I, I have I can't just even pull an answer out of my ass. Yeah, there's nothing to say. There's nothing. There's no amount of bullshitting that you can do. There's just really no. No answer to it. None. There's just no answer to old Lulu Casty no. just losing his mind. None. But you've got Gutierrez replacing Hoffman for and I'm now. Thrilled about bringing some of these dudes up. Sure, me too. And then not next in line is Santian if it doesn't go well. And then next in line is Lodolo. And you hope it doesn't have to get that bad that you have to get to Hunter Green unless they are still with a. If they have you know two more three. If you have Lodolo with three more starts like he has, you have zero excuse for him to not skip AAA and get the fuck up here. I am in the. I couldn't agree with. I agree with you so much that I don't even need the number to be three more starts. <laughs> I know. It, it's desperation time. We're. Cl- I know it's really early in the season. We're fifty games into the season, but you got to you if you're going if you plan on bringing these guys up at all this season mm-hmm. just bring them the fuck up it's quarter it's the we we we're past the quarter mark bring them up it will be june 1st on tuesday <sighs> that is wild insane and we can turn it around once everyone gets healthy yeah which is crazy but you know say that moose comes back after these 10 days and he's good to go that's huge that solves a lot of woes Big amount of woes. Because then, you know, you've got him at second base. Second or first. First. Well, I mean, Joey's coming back relatively soon, right? Uh, He probably still has a month. Really? Yeah, it was. I thought it was four to six. Right. That was two weeks ago. Was it just two weeks? Yeah. I thought we've done three pods since then. Well, I, I haven't heard an update either, so. I mean, maybe. we'll say two to four weeks. Yeah. I'll give it that window. Two to four more weeks for Votto to come back. Moose comes back next mid next week or late next week, depending on his situation. Put him at first. Yeah. Then Votto comes back. That's that's dope. Yeah, that's good. That's That's all you can hope for. That's it. And then and then Gutierrez pitches well. You have Hoffman in the pen who can pitch two innings. And dude, I heard this. I've heard multiple people say this. That it is time to put Antone into the rotation. It is not. You have nothing left. Amir's pitched better. Yeah, sure. Sims locked it down uh, on Wednesday night. But, I mean, what else do you have? Feliz has pitched well since he's been here. I would rather be able to throw TJ Antone 
three to four times in a week than I would once in a week. Correct. He's our best arm, and it's really not even close. No, it isn't. His stuff is disgusting. It is so crazy. He might have the best curveball in baseball. Well, he had a curveball that went fucking viral on Twitter the other day. Yeah. That one that spun that, uh, who was it, Turner? Yeah. I mean, Turner, the, the camera caught him walking back to the dugout, and he basically mouthed, what in the fuck am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> the Nothing. ball moved a foot and a half. No. It was going 86 miles an hour. No, snaps. Yeah, it, yeah. He's, he has got absolute filth. You know, one thing that you can do, because, you know, Antone would throw every game. Sure. It's not necessarily the smart thing to do. But if you, no. you can give that guy four or five innings a week. That's, that's a shit ton. That is less than a starting pitcher. It'd be close, considering you have pitchers going five innings a game, five innings a start. Yeah, because people have those specialized six, seven, eight, nine guys now. But, I mean, even with Antone, because I agree, you got to keep him as, like, your – x-factor guy yeah. that you can just throw out there whatever but um that would be a fun way to start a game you just lock in tj to go out before <sighs> luis uh, thank you it was in my brain i was waiting you, you let tj go out there and, yep. and get, do the first two innings yep and then you throw luis out there done and then the next game you throw tj out there for two-thirds of an inning in the seventh or whatever right. you need like, that's it he's got that live arm and he's not going out there throwing seven eight innings a, a week right he and it's like dude an inning and a third where all you have to do is go out there and throw the ball 100 miles an hour and snap it at 86 and then it's like that's just not it is equivocally not the same wear and tear as a Verlander or a Scherzer or a Sonny Gray or a starter mm -hmm. who's going out there and throwing 97 for seven innings. Sure. And, uh, and you know what? This is not discrediting 2022. That guy is in your rotation 2022. I'm saying his, I'm with you. And, and also his arm is set and stretched out to be a reliever right now. Yes. And it, we are not in the position where we can take our best relief piece move him into the rotation and then give him three yeah. starts where he's stretching to four, five, six. It's like you're just taking you're losing ball games that way. Correct. You're taking yourself yep. out of other ball games. Right. Because then you're flipping the situation and you go, I know Jeff Hoffman has a good fastball. Yeah. But he still walks a lot of dudes. Yeah. And I don't want that happening in a high leverage situation. Or you just up the fucking Annie and everybody plays everywhere now. I mean we just talked about it. We yeah. don't even no one on our team besides Casty and Winker plays a position. And Votto. Yeah, Joey. Yeah. And Joey. Um You know, when when do you start going galaxy brain with the arm like that? And it's and, and you yeah. start if you do want to be able to start TJ a couple times a month. Right. Then you you work that out as him not being a starter. You sure. stretch him to three. Right. And give him six innings in a fucking week. Right. Like what the Rays do with yes. the opener. Right, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, little Brunt, Brent Honeywell Jr. action. Let him go three. Get fucking smart. Yeah. Get smart. Get hip. Play get with to what it. you got because we don't have a lot. No, and we and we we are not out of time. It is not we sound panicked. I sound panicked. I sound panicked. I'm panicking. We both sound panicked, but 
knowing that we can turn it around, that there is still plenty of time. And if you look at it, um, I was already at it. Jeez, jeez Louise. Uh, if you look at it, we're only five games back. Oh, it's not bad. We're five mm. games back. Not only five games back from first, but, I mean, we're... We're, what, two and a half games back from being tied for second. Yeah. That's you know? great. I mean, that's that's it might not get you playoffs now because all three are going to come from the West. There's zero doubt in my mind. Yeah. The Giants are very good at baseball. Yeah, they're a good team. Um, they are all three, yeah, for sure, coming from the West, so you have to win that division. And, and, and it's even more wild that the NL East is complete and utter dog shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Mets suck right and, now, and they're in first place. Yeah, and they are without Conforto. They are without Pete Alonso. And they're Frankie, without and Frankie Lindor's batting a Gino style. Yeah, but not hitting dingers. Yeah, and you're without Noah Syndergaard for another uh, until it looks like early August. He had a setback. That sucks. So, and you look at the Braves; they're below 500. Braves are below 500, and the Phillies are without JT Real Muto and Bryce Harper. And then we're yeah, I saw that about Real Muto. He had a setback too. Yeah, it sucks. He ain't so, our catcher. No, thank God. Catcher is a thing that we don't actually have to like super worry about, I feel like. No, we're locked in. We're set. So either way, it's not we shouldn't panic, but overall looking at the situation and still being bummed about Adamus not coming over here or anything or or just getting anything from the Mets for Tyler Naquin for Christ's sake when you have a million fucking outfielders. Anything. Anything. But there's still plenty of time. People will get healthy. And I don't see Nick and Jesse slowing down in any way, shape, or form the way that they're seeing the ball. Or if they slow down, then they're still batting 330. <laughs> right. You know, that's what's crazy. I mean, you got a guy like Winkers up, up near 370 still. Still. I mean, that guy could fall off the face of the planet and be in the top five in the average. <laughs> yeah. Oy, oy, oy. But... You know what? Think about how bad this season would be going right now if Casty and Winker weren't doing what they're doing. Jesus. I don't even... I mean, we'd look like the fucking Diamondbacks. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we'd look like the Pirates. Yeah. Except we wouldn't let someone uh, juke us out at first. Dude, that was the craziest video. One of the wildest baseball plays I've ever seen. It's, it's genius that Javi stayed in the base path. Yeah. And then worked his way all the way to home, made him flip, and then bolted. And just worked that into a double. Yeah, get on Twitter and just search Javi Baez. Everyone has seen it by now. Yeah, listening. if you're listening to this podcast, you're cued in to shit like that. You're cued in. Now you need to cue in on what we're doing for the rest of the week. Let's round third and head for home. Ooh, Lee, make you nice. some plugs. Let's see, baby. Uh, Monday is the hub. Come to the hub on Monday. I will be there this Sunday. I'm going to be in Indianapolis. Uh, but yeah, come to the hub on Monday. Nice. And then I'll plug this again. It's a Wednesday in June, June 16th. I'll be there with Rocky Dale Davis. And I want to sell that show out. And I think I could help because I got some sensey people. Yeah, you do. So June 16th, Liberty Funny Bone. June 17th, High Grain Brewing. June 17th, High Grain Brewing. Which we need to book that. Fuck yeah, we do. And then for me, um, Monday I will be doing a private event. Just wanted to go, just wanted to brag. Yeah. And then where? 
I am. So oh, you told me about. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And then Tuesday is Five Points Park Comedy yeah. Showcase. Which are you busy? No, I'd love a spot. You're on it. So Fuck Lee's yeah. on the show. Hell I'm on yeah. the show. John's on the show. So it's gonna be a good one. And guess Excellent. who's guess who's headlining? Who? John Shrek. Yay. Yay. Johnny Shrek. His last set in the city was at that five points park. You know, every you know, just uh you know, time is a flat circle. Keep it going, keep it going. So yeah, come to that. Uh come to those shows in the upcoming future. Um thank you to Take Line Podcast. Uh they're probably not listening. Uh thank you to Locker Room. Thank you to Kansas City State Company. Yeah. Thank you. Come uh thank you to Bet Online and thank you to Sports Drink. So uh and thank you for listening. As always, go red lights and stay nasty. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. 
Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts.